Welcome to episode two of the Drums Anatomy of an Ad podcast. This week, I'm chatting with Tamron Kerr, who is the creative director at the newly launched agency, The Hijinx Collective. I'm getting all the details about her recent campaign for the UN's Turkey and Syria Relief Fund that relied on AI. It's a hot topic at the minute, and I think you're really going to enjoy our chat. Thank you so much for joining me. For listeners at home, maybe we could start by you introducing yourself. I'm Tamarin. I'm a creative director and also founder of the Hygiene's Collective, which is an eclectic group of makers and thinkers who just like to use creativity to make a positive impact. Yeah, and I think that definitely came through in your latest campaign, which we covered as one of our ads of the day a couple of weeks ago. So you used AI to make um, a campaign for the UN and it was to keep the conversation going about the the earthquake in Turkey and the effects that that's had in Turkey and Syria. How did the idea for that project initially come about? So I was watching footage of the floods in New Zealand and it just occurred to me that even though the devastation, like it it was a devastating flood in New Zealand, but it was nowhere near as comparable as what's happening in, in Turkey and Syria. And it just occurred to me that the reason why I connected so much with that was because those were the supermarkets I used to shop at. It was my friends' houses. It was, yeah. you know, the streets I used to sort of roam around, you know, yeah. as a kid. And I just thought it just sort of hit me emotionally. And right. I was talking with one of the other creators at Hijinks and we were just sort of back and forthing about it. We were like, actually, maybe we can use something that's really zeitgeisty at the moment, like AI, to quickly be able to generate these images and imagine that they were over here so that we could potentially get them in the news headlines again and also raise money for UN crisis relief because that, at the end of the day, that's all we really wanted to do. Because I, I, I guess getting projects like this in news headlines if it's got a, such a positive benefit um, of raising money, then I, yeah, that's that's the goal, really. Yeah, definitely. And did you then go to the client with this idea? How how does that process work? So we put it out there. So we did approach the UN, and we also we put it out there with a link to raise money for it. But this was really a hijinks initiative, so yeah. we definitely drove it. I guess that. It, that also helped make it really quick as well because we had the idea on the Saturday. I think it was the Saturday evening, uh, rock, rock and roll, really. <laughs> and then and, and we sort of played around with the tech and went back and forth on the Sunday, released the press release on the Monday. Really, wow. the, the whole goal behind it was just to drive people to the UN site, really. Yeah. So it was just like, can we get that back up in the news? Can we get the link for donations out there? You know, how can we drive people to that? So that was the main goal. Yeah. That was going to be one of my questions, actually. How long does this process take? But you're saying it's like three days, um, which is quite mind-blowing, actually. Um, I guess that is one of the benefits of this type of technology. You have an idea and then you can put it out to the world very quickly. So how does the how does the technology work? You know, what what tools is it you use? Um, you know, how, how do you go about that? So we, it was a bit of hit and miss. We use DALI and to be honest, you have to really 
like play around with it to understand what it, you know, for it to spit out the right sort of image. I don't think the sort of myth that you just type in something and it spits out the, the perfect image is exactly now a myth. Uh, we we experimented quite a lot. We played around with different photographic lenses. We essentially art directed it. So again, another myth about you know AI taking all of our jobs. Well, I mean, we art directed that by you know being really specific about what we wanted it to look like. We copy wrote it in terms of how we wrote the story into the into the machine, and then it spat out a whole bunch of images. So every time you type in anything, it spits out four options for you, and it is incredibly hidden mass. The other thing is it's sort of, they're not perfect images either, you know, and that was a specific creative decision is to stop at the point of it is enough to make you engage with it emotionally, but not so crazily perfect that you're creating misinformation you know and I think that's a really interesting balance and that was a deliberate creative decision it's sort of like when you look at it closely it's super ropey you know like it doesn't but it is there's enough information there that you go oh my goodness that's some pools and that's what it that's what it could potentially look like and your sort of imagination fills in the blanks as well yeah definitely and I think you know like you touched on there, there has been a lot of conversations about AI and creativity and, you know, taking humans' jobs. But I think, I don't know, what's your thoughts on that? Like my my kind of thought on it is that, um, you know, like you said, in terms of like getting an idea out there quickly, it's so beneficial. And, you, you know, you're still having to put the idea in, you're still having to write it out, you're still having to, a human has to have the idea What's your thoughts on that kind of argument? Yeah, I definitely agree. Like, it's it's a tool and it needs to be, you know, thought of as exactly that. It's a tool. It's like whatever you, it's like anything. It's like however you use it, you know, there, and there are people who use it for good in this case, hopefully, and there are yeah. people who use it, who don't use it for good. And I think it, you know, it's, it's a democratizer as well. You know, when you think about the fact that we can create this stuff like this so quickly, um, you're giving you're giving this incredible technology. It's going to help democratize so so many things. I don't even think we've even scratched the surface of what the sort of applications that this can can actually do. And um, so I'm not particularly worried about it stealing my job, if I'm totally honest. But that may be naive, but certainly nowhere close to it. I don't think. Yeah, well, I, I don't think it is naive because I think there is. There is things that a human can bring to a project, you know, like an, an emotional connection, um, you know, life experience that AI could never really bring. So I just, I, I, yeah, I think, as you said, it, it's a tool. Obviously, this campaign has been covered widely in the media. What has this sort of overall reaction to it been like? It's been really positive. We were, uh, we were almost surprised at at how how widely it was covered and recently um I think it's sort of early days as well so I don't think we've actually seen the extent to which this goes um goes out there so recently been uh, approached by a international newswire and they they saw how this could impact you know other countries as well not only just yeah. in the UK I and mean, we all of our images that we generated were very specifically of you know, London, all the main cities, London, Manchester, Birmingham, Edinburgh. Um, but they've approached us to create a whole suite of new images for Australia. 
Yeah. So um, we've given them exclusivity on that and we've left back with them. And so they're going to go and see if they can run the story over there to get more donations as well. And again, driving donations for the UN, which we think is absolutely brilliant, you know, and, and beyond our wildest imaginations, considering this was sort of, I mean, we, we did this, but this didn't cost anything, you know. Exactly. This, all this cost us was our Sunday and Monday morning writing, you know, writing a press release. And that was, that was, that was about it, really. Yeah, when you think about it like that, it is so cost-effective and also for a huge cause. Um, there, is, there is a part of me that when I, when I seen the campaign, obviously, you know, that what was going on in, in Turkey and Syria was in the news. And then like anything, news cycles kind of move on. It did kind of hit me a little bit and feels like we have to sort of compare it to our own lives to then have that emotional attachment again. Like there's something... A little bit sad about that as well. If if you get what I'm trying to say, I don't know if yeah, you're... yeah, I I do agree. Like, but but you can understand why. I mean, the world yeah. isn't the happiest place at the moment, and you know, to sort of protect ourselves emotionally, you know, there's only so much sort of bad news that you can deal with, really. Um, but I think if you can do things like put yourself in other people's shoes, I mean, this this goes back to like even either how. I mean, whatever your political view is, you know, however we deal with people, you know, refugees arriving as well. I mean, that's that's the same thing. It's like put yourself in their shoes and imagine if you had that choice to make, would you have got in the boat? I mean, I probably would have, you know. So I think I think anything that gets us to imagine what it's like to do good like this, I think I think would I think it's only really positive, really, even though. The actual image is not positive at all. You know, it's pretty. Um, it's pretty confronting. Yeah, definitely. the The images were very startling to look at for sure. What is next for you guys in terms of using AI outside of this project? Is this something as an agency you're going to continue? What What's the plan with that? So we're looking at uh, playing around with it at the moment to see what other applications we can we can use. Funnily enough, we've been using it to, to to help generate part of our logo, which is actually really interesting. Oh, because we're sort of we're really new um, at the moment. Everything we're doing is is not for profit, and we're using creativity just to have fun, really, and 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 sort of I don't know, just to kind of reignite our passion for for what it is what we do. So we've got a, quite a few little things bubbling away, and um, I think AI's got a huge uh, role to play in our future certainly in the industry's future if we can start to use we can start to use it to speed up the process we can start to use it to democratize you know things like visualizing ideas um things like even using it to come up with something that you wouldn't have thought of before like almost like like a mood board you know you know you would always start as an art director by thinking about what something looks like, you put a mood board together. I know um, industrial designers do this as well. And they've been using AI to sort of throw in wild card ideas to get, you know, to get you thinking of things that you might not have, have you know, places you might not have gone and ideas that you might not have come up with. So I think, I think the application for us is in the way we work, changing that in what sort of work we do. Um, for the people we work with and our partners 
And um, yeah, I think it's sort of almost infinite really at this stage. So we're really excited about it. And we definitely don't, we don't have the sort of same doom and gloom outlook as a lot of people have at the moment. I think we're just excited to understand the tech and understand how the tech can benefit us. Yeah, definitely. I think that's such a great way of looking at it. Um, I think with with all kinds of technology at the beginning, there's always a bit of like, not sure about this. and then. But I really like what you were saying about using it for like mood boards and things like that. That's something that I had never thought of. That's actually a great idea. Just using that to kind of spark that little bit of creativity. It doesn't have to be the end campaign that you've, you've generated using AI. It's just, it's a tool to kind of spark something. Um, I really like that idea. So, yeah, you touched on hijinks being obviously a relatively new agency. Um, you know, how how did, when did you start? What's the kind of hijinks background? So we haven't really started, if, if I'm totally honest. So we we are in the process of building what our sort of future on hijinks. And we get really excited about this idea. And whilst we were busy working on lots of other projects, which aren't really to see, you know, the, the outside world just yet, we just thought, let's speed everything up. Let's go live with this. Let's put it out into the world and let's start to write our own story through our work, which is actually really exciting and goes back to our philosophy. You know, it, it's it's come from a bunch of creatives getting together, wanting to, you know, put the fun back into our work and and use creativity to make a positive impact. And I think, and and we've been working with so many different community organizations in the background and we're about to launch a fashion brand, which is super, super exciting. And it's and it's all about making a positive impact and, and it's net for profits and it's all things that we feel like are in our DNA. And so we don't, we're writing our future, as I say, and uh, who knows where that future is going to take us. I think it's it's early days, very early days, but yeah. we're super excited. Oh, that's really exciting for you guys. I like that you are kind of just writing it as you go along and working on these really like important projects. Because your background, I think you you were at YouTube before and BBH, is that right? Yeah, so I've, I'm, I've just spent the last year as a creative lead um, at YouTube for YouTube and there. And then before that, I was at uh, creative director on on many many different accounts at BML YNR. So I ran uh, the department for transport, Diageo, um, and uh, Reuters as well, which was pretty brilliant. And then prior to that, I've been at many agencies, publishers, BBH, etc. So everyone at uh, the Hijinks Collective is from an agency background uh, and te- and tech as well. And I think we just yeah we just we got together with really similar ethos and I think we've really loved working together to be honest I think that sort of shows in the work and shows in our enthusiasm and shows in the fact that we happily spend all of a Sunday playing (laughs) with AI to try and raise funds for the year in it is so fun I was saying I got sent a tool the other day and um, basically you could just type in um, like an idea for a campaign that it would send you back basically like the decks and I was like got addicted to it kind of to be yeah. honest I was like I could have a night campaign that you know they do get quite addictive but like you said sparks idea and it can just be for a bit of fun sometimes if not what you have done which is um, a really important cause um, cool well I think it's probably a good place to leave it on 
really excited to see what happens with you guys in the future, the kind of work that you're going to put out and hopefully we can stay in touch. And yeah, congrats on, on this one. Brilliant. Thank you so much for having me.